Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Strikes. Welcome to Rock Strikes Ten, the show guaranteed to always give you ten songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey, and I'm Logan. All right, this is part two of our Headbangers Ball retrospective. Specifically targeting my first ever Headbangers Ball, personally, myself, Joey here. Your video cassette from 1987. Yes, rest in peace, that video cassette. R.I.P. From late summer, early fall, 1987. Not sure the exact month or whatever, but you know that's what we're doing here. Let's if call you... it September. Sure. And if you missed part one, go back and listen to that one first. We'll meet you back here. We're gonna kick off with a, a fairly obvious track, but I was really excited about this song, and I, I still love this song actually. As, as Slightly obvious as it is, it's not something that gets played on the radio, but it's a fan favorite, and it's it's a kind of a standard if you're if you're into this band. Uh, but the first time I ever saw the video for Live Liar by Motley Crue was on this tape. Yeah, and it was whoa! Like I mean, this thing was already six years old, and it was it, was it was it was low budget, but it it was heavy as hell. Yeah, it was really heavy, man. Yeah, and then uh, Mick Mars spit blood at the end. Yeah. And, Yep. Nicky set his pants on fire. I, I mean, say, the there was fire in there somewhere. Yeah, that video is amazing. I still love watching it. I mean, you know. So, you can HD the crap out of it, and it's still going to have that great old look to it. Yeah. So, to get off the show in very obvious form, but very rocking at the same time, from Too Fast for Love, this is Livewire by The Crew. <laughs>
Alright, kicking off part two of my personal journey into my first ever Headbangers Ball episode. Kicking off hour number two of that particular tape. That oh, was yeah. Livewire. Right. So, good thing we did it that way, right? Uh, I went slightly out of order because the song before <laughs> it. Uh, because it, it, this one's uh, very much an oddball. It's quite probably the biggest obscurity that's good right. on this two-parter. <laughs> but I'm going to play you something by a Los Angeles band that kind of had everything going for them. I don't know. They were probably too heavy. They weren't poppy enough to be big, I think, at the time. Right. But very metal. And there was a handful of these bands that were really heavy and had female vocalists. I think everybody kind of Ooh. maybe glomming off of Wendy O. Williams. Right. Maybe trying to commercialize it a bit. But they didn't go too commercial because a lot of these bands didn't make it. You know, bands like Bitch and stuff like that. Right. Oh, okay. But we're going to play something by... Hellion. Hellion. Wow. Yeah, led by Amblin. Yeah, they played Hellion on this episode. Really? Uh, Amblin right there on lead vocals. So, hmm. wow. So check it out. This is Bad Attitude by Hellion. <laughs>
Right. From their 1987 effort called Screams in the Night, that was Hellion in their second incarnation at that point, and that was Bad Attitude. Apparently they have several. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Anne Boleyn, of course. <laughs> Why let's, not? Let's hear it for Rick Fox. I know that name. Yeah, Rick Fox has been a, a <laughs> guest on the Decibel Geek podcast a couple no of kidding. times. So, yeah, yeah. So, awesome. Yeah, he's got some ties to some of the greats, so... Uh, let's move on here. Uh, I, like I said, I wanted to mention I cut a few songs off this list because there's a list of 24 songs. I oh, cut yeah. four songs off. I'll go ahead and tell you what they oh, are. Oh, yeah, what are they? Because, uh, you know, it's obvious stuff. I cut out Breaking the Law by Priest. Love it, of course. I mean, but yeah, you know, we play Priest on the show all the time. Yeah. No disrespect, of course. None. You don't need to hear Breaking the Law. I also cut off probably the first time I ever saw this video, Women by Def Leppard. Oh. Was like a world premiere at that point still. Yeah. And... It was like wow. I remember that. And I just remember it being long. Like, yeah, it was a, like yeah. that's a long ass song. I love it, but like it's like wow, that's like twice as long as any song out there right now. And it was. It was like a legit yeah. seven minutes or something like yeah. that. Uh, also cut off uh, "Paranoid" by Sabbath. Yeah, it was you know the music Laden videos you know you yeah. always saw. Um, nothing wrong with it, but you know once again, do you need to hear it again? And speaking of again, I cut off the last song played that night. Was Here I Go Again by Whitesnake. Oh, which is now a commercial for Back to School. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, kids singing Here I Go Again on my own. And we're less than 30 years out of that. Boy, I tell you what, never never would have thought that that would make it to be in a commercial for Back to School. Yeah, wow. So there you go, kids. (laughs) The moment that I hear my daughter singing that, I've crossed over. You have. I have crossed over. Wow. Which I doubt that that happens, but still. Uh, well, speaking of crossing over, this, ah. this band never really did, but Ooh. cool band nonetheless. All We're right. going to play you some TNT. TNT. All right. And uh, right. once again, my favorite song by TNT, possibly due to its inclusion on this episode. Yeah. So uh, here's here's a fun school theme for you. I'm not even sure that I know anything from TNT. Okay, well, you're about to hear something if you right. haven't. Well, there we go. So once again, keeping in the theme of school, right? since we don't give out first place anymore. No. Everyone's a star. Ah. Oh. <laughs>
All right, there you go. From their 1987 album, Tell No Tales, that was TNT with Everyone's a Star. Like I said, a nice theme for school this year. It's the the voice that broke the bottle in my beer in my hand. <laughs> that guy could... That guy has, <laughs> that guy had some pipes. Yeah, he? he does. He still does, but uh, yep. yeah. Uh, I was very excited about the next video that came down on the uh, ball crush into the other ball oh, unwrinkling yeah. <laughs> part one. Go yeah. back and check it out. Uh, because I hadn't heard anything off of this new record, and I was highly anticipating it due to the fact that I was and I'm very much still a massive SMF. So Twisted Sister had Love oh. is for Suckers coming out in 1987, yeah. which would prove to not be a big record for them. It would yeah. actually prove to be the album that broke up the band. I was going to say that was the uh, the downfall, wasn't it? It very much was. Yeah. and and Well, downfall... Uh, yeah, and what I've heard over the years, actually, this is mostly a, just a D solo album with a lot of ghost musicians, possibly. Ooh. I've heard that a lot of guys from Kicks and Winger play on this because it's Atlantic, so wow. they have all they yeah. have all those bands and contracts, so they yeah. brought them in. And from it doesn't sound like Twisted really plays on this album, maybe on a couple of tracks, honestly. But it does sound like a D solo album where he's going to try to be a little bit more commercial. Yeah. But that being said. The single on this album, I still love it to death because it's just so over the top pop metal. I mean, yeah. it's just it's just catchy to me. Nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't know if that's they his want wife. you to sell records. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if that's his wife in the video, but they have this massively hot blonde in the video that's like the perf. I think they always talk about you know Tony Katane and, and Bobby right. Brown stuff like that. I believe the woman in this video is the perfect metal video chick of all time. Whoa. As the stuff that she does in the video, it's just it's well done. Let's just say it's 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 art. Does she vault? Uh, I'm not sure. Balance beam? No, no, she doesn't do that. That would be great though. <laughs> but no, she just wears you know some some tight those tight metal dresses you know like oh, okay. the ones that oh, go okay. you know like Is she eating cherry pie. <laughs> no, it's like one of those dresses that uh, she's always wearing. Those dresses like uh, in, in uh, the Kari Wars wearing in Fort oh, Fairlane, yeah, yeah. where Morris Day is like, "You got to shave before you leave the house in a dress like that," and I don't mean your legs. I just had to get that out there. That's but nice. enjoy this—a very poppy Twisted Sister that you may not be used to. Yeah, but check it out. This is Hot Love.
All right, there you go. And don't it make you feel good? That was Hot Love oh. by Twisted Sister off Love is for Suckers. There, there's a handful of songs on there I'd recommend. That's definitely the highest of them. Uh, but, you know, it, it's it's fun. It's I can't recommend it as a whole, but, you know, hey. <laughs> and I don't even think D would either. But speaking of one of the greatest singers in the history of hard rock and heavy metal, Ooh. we move on to one of the other greatest singers and frontmen in the history of hard rock and heavy metal. Got to be Ronnie James Dio. Man, you nailed it. You Gotta freaking be. nailed it. How did, I did not tell him what we were no, playing No, next. no, no. I, 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 as Just, soon as you said that, I... You know, it's because it. Well, it's because we know. Yeah, we we just know. We just know. And it's I, the chemistry here. And uh, agreeing massively, and I'm so glad that he says. 1987. No, you know the right. massively unappreciated and amazing record called Dream Evil. I was going to say uh, uh, first. I was going to go Sacred Heart, but that yeah. was before. That before was like that, 1985, yeah. 86. Yeah. yeah. And, and so then it was just trying to, you know, me trying to remember. What record was that after it? Yeah. So Dream Evil was a great underappreciated record. Yeah. And Doug Aldridge coming into the band, yeah. not missing a step, honestly. No, no I mean, not at all. And I, I just think this record is massively, massively awesome. I love all the full sailed yep. away. Great track off of that record. Uh, I'm really glad Mark Striegel, the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, loves this album too. So yeah. this one goes out to you, Mark. This is the leadoff single from Dream Evil. I could have been a dreamer oh yeah yeah
All right. The late great Dio. We're not talking about the hologram, by the way. We we've we've put a kibosh. We did it, we did that off air. Yeah, we talked about the music being a business and heartless. But if and, you have some so, hot sports opinions about hologram Dio, yeah, send remember them remember to uh, send something to Joey. Yeah, because right. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, there's a. I could have been a dreamer in happier times. Uh, we're gonna move on to something super duper obscure. Oh. I, I bet. 99 out of 100 people that could be potentially listening to this has probably never heard this. Okay. Uh, this is a cover song. Do you think I've heard this? No. No. I, I, I'm, I'm not even being insulting by saying that. I mean, this no, is, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. I don't even have a lot the of The Sticks info. and Yon Hammer thing was something I'd never even planned on. So if this, this is in that, that yeah, same no, sort of this is bag. More, this is more fun. and Bag and, of dicks. Yeah, this is not a bag of dicks. This is, this is fun. This is, okay. This is a cover song of... I always called this a Sunset Strip standard because it okay. seemed like a lot of guys would either cover this in their club days or right. put it on the record at some point. But there's a nice handful of covers of this song. Right. Uh, the Sweet were a very influential band okay. on yeah. the Sunset Strip and, yeah. and, and further out, but especially in Los Angeles. And this band, this was one of their heavier songs that if you were in a heavy band, you would right. want to play. So this is a band called Heathen. And heard of it? You've heard of Heathen. Heard All of right. Heathen. Nice. Yeah. And it kind of, kind of Sunset Strip, but also kind of borderline thrash. Yeah, I like, was gonna say they're I, like riding the pine there. They're skaters for sure. You know, it's didn't like, they show up on some of those Metal Maskers that maybe. Metal Blade? Yeah, that sounds Metal right. Blade did. Yeah, maybe. I mean, because I mean, by that time you're working on maybe number seven, volume point, six yeah. or seven yeah. at that point. Yeah. So, and I remember when this aired on this particular episode. There, like the fact that I don't have info is because it was one of those. Remember, they would occasionally do. Uh, name of the band, right. name of the song, and maybe the name of the label. Right. Maybe. And then sometimes well, there it, wasn't an album title. Well, yeah, I was going to say, it was, it was band, song, album, record label. Yeah. But then sometimes it was just band, song, record label. Yeah, and that's what, and, that's and what that's happened what, that's, here. That's, that's, yeah. Yes. yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, so if you the struggle is real if you understand struggle, that old MTV reference. Right, so. yeah. But, because uh, then you're like, well, what what flipping record do I go yeah. to my record store and ask for? But I guess this was off of the 12-inch release. you know how many release. confused looks? Yeah, I'm looking yeah. for a band called Heathen. <laughs> yeah. What? what? <laughs> you mean so. like Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> no, no. While we do that, you're going to enjoy this. Yes. A cover of The Sweet Set Me Free by Heathen. If I can find it, I'm going to have to hit Randy Brown for this one. <laughs> Check it out.
All right. Found some info on that. There you go. Like, I'm super excited because I didn't have to hit up uh, uh, the good old Synaptic for that one. Heathen was Heathen. set me free from the album Breaking the Silence from yep. 1987. You can purchase that entire album on iTunes. How great is that? That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited to do that. So I remember that one now. All right. Now, I can still remember. I've watched this tape so many times, right. Logan. I still remember the bumper of Ron Keel going... All right, we're going to come back after the break, and Grim Reaper's going to rock you to hell. Hell yeah! So, <laughs> so, most people will know this, if you didn't grow up with it, most people will know this as probably one of the most trashed video in the history of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Like, they dogged this video. Yeah, I think they did, didn't it's they? It's kind of an easy target, that yeah, being said. Is. Grim Reaper made some pretty bad videos. Yeah. But, why not? Let's have some fun here. Turn off your cynicism. Listen, you're not having a, you, you don't have to watch it. No, it's um, better that way. Unless it's your choice. Yeah, yeah. But musically, man, it's... It, I mean, even though it was dark and disturbing, you know... <laughs> still wearing red spandex <laughs> right? devil pajamas. Right. But, uh... It's like American except is basically what oh, I thought of. Wow. Was, yeah. yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's... That, yeah. that was... That's yeah, where sure. I put Grimmett yeah. and Udo. Oof. Yeah. Kind of in the same yeah. plane. Grimmick could sing, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Grimmick could really sing. As ridiculous as he looks, much like Udo. But Udo was a little cooler. Yeah. Because Udo, Udo looked like well, he kicked Udo your looked ass. Like, yeah, Udo was in his camo. And so yeah, he was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. he looked like he just came off the range. Yeah, bald guy in camo. Yeah. Or crew cut in camo is right. always going to beat out. Right. Sort of pudgy and red. Yeah, pudgy Red, red with, devil PJs. Right. <laughs> so. Red devil PJs. So put your red devil PJs on. Woo. And uh, we're going to rock you to hell. From rock gonna, you to hell. This is Grim Reaper. I'm going to look up if I can get Red Devil PJs. Yeah. So while Logan does that, here's Grim Reaper with See You in Hell, My Friends.
See You in Hell by Grim Reaper, 1987. See rock, you in Hell, my friend. Rock You to Hell. I don't know if that, that might have been before 87, like 85 or 86. Maybe that LP. Ooh, wow, LP, huh? Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, not that I got it back then, but, sure. you know. Not not a cassette, but you had it on wax, huh? No, 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 I didn't, no, I never even, I didn't buy it back then oh. on LP. I got it, like, years later, oh, whenever okay. I was like, man, I want some you know, flipping Grim Reaper. That's fair enough. Well, I can guarantee, I I bet you $100. I, I'll bet you $1,000. This is not in Logan's collection at all. Not <laughs> he, he wouldn't even think to rip this one. Yeah, I'll, don't take that bet at this point. Well, so well, we were talking about Quiet Riot on the first episode. Uh, this is a band that had a decent amount of siblings of Quiet Riot. Talking about Hurricane. Yeah, I don't have any of that. Yes. Actually, you know what? I do have some of that. You have a little bit of Hurricane? I think so. Wow. I, I don't believe you, but that's okay. While we uh, d- while we research this and dig, dig into the vault here... Digitally, probably. We're going to play a... Doubtful. A self-titled song. I don't have anything. Never mind. So this is Hurricane by Hurricane. <laughs> oh, man. I, from the album... Hurricane. If only. I hate that. If only. It's not. It's Can't they didn't. They didn't do a trifecta. They did not do the trifecta. So. God. So they only did two out of three. So. No wonder. Here is Hurricane. With Hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs>
two two bits on that. Hurricane by Hurricane from the, the album Hurricane. No, it's from the album no. Take What You Want oh, from 1985. Fine. Yeah, yeah, they should have done it though because I'm trying it, to make that episode happen. But uh, yeah, two reference points here. <laughs> Number one, that is Kelly Hansen on lead vocals, who currently is the lead singer of Foreigner. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, good singer. Of course, if you can't do Lou Graham shit, you figured then you, out you what don't have the love chops. is. Yeah, he might have at this point. He probably gets a lot of love on that stage. I bet you anything. I bet he does. Yeah. Uh, that and also, I will for some. I I remember the weirdest, most random freaking things. You think? Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me sometimes, Logan. But I do remember <laughs> reading a record review. Uh, I I want to say it was Guitar World. Uh-huh. So we'll go with that. And I remember they had reviewed Hurricane's like 1990 or 1991 effort called Slave to the Thrill. Right. I'll never forget it because this was their shark sandwich. Oh, here. right, right. You know, that whole bit. Yeah. So I'll never forget it. It said, you know, you put the star rating in the label, you know. So it said Slave to the Thrill, and below it, it had half a star. Right. <laughs> and then here's the review. Dot, dot, dot. Will induce vomiting. <laughs> I've never forgotten that. It's like, like I would almost want to meet Kelly Hansen and ask him if he ever saw that. Because he'd be like, "Oh, freaking!" I get the occasional Hurricane record at a gig that I sign. You know, I bet she does though. Anyway, that's awful, man. (laughs) I I, for some reason enjoyed that because it's just so the production is just like Hall of Sound kind of like, you know, it's like very metal epicy kind of thing, but. And uh, yeah, Logan's angry because the review on iTunes—it's like this, like three sentence review. Oh but it man! Said, it said um, a group similar to Dokken, but but like outdid them musically at times or something like that. Is, <laughs> right. And and then this is their debut album. Like what a hacky review! And I'm like, no way, man! Dokken was way better. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. <laughs> uh, here's a band. Speaking of bands that sound like other bands, and I don't mean to beat them up, but. A band that definitely owes a lot to Iron Maiden. <laughs> um, I guess people like to use the genre name power metal as w- this is one of the most prominent bands in that genre. Yeah. That's probably because if you're from Europe and you play like Maiden, you're going to be called a power metal band. But this is one of the bigs. Halloween. Oh, okay. From Keeper of the Seven Keeper Keys. Keeper of the Seven Keys, Part man. Part one. Yeah. And not so much a title track, but a loose title track. Yeah. Because we're going to do Halloween. Check it out. Nice.
from Keeper of the Seven Keys, Part One, considered I think their their best album from hardcore fans. So. Yeah, I think so. They even did a part. Yes, they did deliver on a part two at, at one point. So there you go. That was and they're Halloween. good. I like them. Yeah, they're good. I like Halloween. I'm not. I, I was like I'm I said, not like a huge fan. I'm not going to try to sell you on it. But. Yeah, uh, but uh, I always like the beginning of the video because if you want to give me the the record, that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. No, but I I do remember the video very well because it starts off with. Uh, this guy in a white suit that has a Halloween head, or Halloween head, has a pumpkin head, pumpkin you know, with head. The, the crazy teeth. It's you a know? Halloween head. Yeah, yeah. So everybody knows what you mean. Yeah, there's like four nymphs and like it, it's it's a crazy video. I I recommend it probably for the cheese factor more than anything else, but musically they definitely had the goods. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So. All right, we're gonna end off this this fun two part tribute to my first ever Headbangers Ball episode with. Not the first time I heard this band. This is actually probably the second or third song I ever heard by him, thanks to the great Key Rock in Abilene, Texas. Rest in peace. Uh, but I did finally get to get a visual of what this band was all about, and it was not what I was expecting, but in the best possible way, because I'm like, hey, these guys kind of dress like me. Right. They got board shorts on. They're running around all over the place. They got comic book characters on their flying Vs. Not that I had any fishbone shirts or no. public enemy shirts at the time, right, but right. the thought was there. Right. So, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I'm going to play a, yeah. a, a nice selection from the massively, massively essential Thrash classic Among the Living yep. by Anthrax. There you go. We are going to close off this two parter in great fashion with Indians. Nice.
I've done a couple of references to my Rocklahoma experience from 2009 on this episode or on this two-parter here. Yeah. And that that one right there, even though it was one of the very few Danthrax gigs that ever happened, because I got to see them oh, with Dan that's Nelson. right. But they opened up their set with Indians. With Indians. And that song never really hit me in that way uh-huh. until I saw that show uh-huh. because of the fact that it's like in the shadows of tons of native occupied land. Right. Because Oklahoma, yeah, for those of you say, who don't know, yeah. there's a lot of that. Like the only real uh, Native American like heavy populace. Right. I, you, you get what no, I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, I, I know I'm what you're saying. I mean, here, but Oklahoma has it like It has huge. A, a tremendous amount of Native American... I don't want to. Yeah, and it's and not just the it, casinos either. I, I There's a lot of reservations. They call it reservations and stuff, yeah, but, but it's like occupied land. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To where it's, yeah. I mean, it's theirs. Yeah, and it's not just the casinos. It's just kind of all yeah. over the state. It's all over the state. So yeah, when they played Indians, I kind of, you know, forgot myself for a minute, yeah, and I really actually thought about it. Right. Like that's why the song was written, but it never really hit me. I mean, it's until that time. Because it's sort of, it, it's sort of a political statement. It totally at the same, is. You know? Yeah. So it, it, it yeah, it, that's, that's pretty tremendous. Yeah. I th- I didn't know that you saw one of the shows that, yeah, the Dan, Danthrax. Danthrax <laughs> did. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, I still like the set. I didn't, you know, I'm glad right. that I'm glad they got Joey back, but that being right. said, yeah, Joey run around a headdress in the video. Yeah, that was, was, a, that was a fun video. Yeah. Moving on back I to the video. He still runs around in a headdress whenever they... Uh, but yeah, yeah, he still does it. I remember when they played Download a couple of years ago, I saw the footage okay. on VH1 Classic, yeah. run around the headdress yeah. again. It was a lot of fun, so... And of course, if you don't have... <laughs> if you don't have Among the Living, why are you listening this far? <laughs> well, maybe that's why you listen, because you need help. Okay. So buy Among the Living. There There's a go. nice deluxe edition out there, too, so go check that out. And there you go. And um, I need to get on that one myself, actually, along with the Spreading Disease Deluxe. I, mean, I didn't those realize are that there were deluxes. Of yeah, those. the must-owns right there. So we're going to get out of here. Logan's yep. got somewhere to be. Yep. We'll take off here, but please. Hey, high five, Joey. High five. Yes. Awesome. All the rest of you, please go to cnjradio.com. Well, I guess that includes you, Logan. Yeah, for so. every episode ever of Rock Strikes 10. While you're on there, check out The Synaptic featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative and friend of ours. Also, the great blogs that Chris does with The Wrestling House Show and Last Theater on the left. And, last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more info. Tell them Rock Strikes 10 sent you. Buy their new record, Gone. It's excellent. I recommend it. And I'm not just saying that. All right. Until then, see you guys on the next one. Have fun. Ciao.